All throughout this episode, you're going to hear responses from people I reached out to asking two simple questions. A game that they loved that they played in 2023, and just shout out a random person in their life. Just like Jacob McCourt from the Left Behind Games Club, among many other <laughs> projects, they said, I'd love to shout out Citizen Sleeper. It's the first or second game that I finished in 2023. It's kind of cheating since the game came out in 2022 on Xbox, PC, and Switch, but 2023 for PlayStation, that's okay. But the world building is some of the best that I have seen in the last few years, so excited for the sequel. I did not know they're making a sequel. Did you know that? <laughs> did not. So thank you, Jacob, for that little tidbit. That's great. And I have yet to play this game. I might add it to the backlog. And Jacob would love to shout out Matt Storm. They're a future in the indie gaming podcast community, and I have met so many wonderful people because of them. Thanks, Matt. Stormageddon was actually... Matt Storm, a.k.a. Stormageddon, was on an episode of Save Point this year with me. So that is awesome. And thank you, Jacob, for writing in and shouting out. Excited shout out, Matt Storm, too. So the episode's going to have a lot of that. Thank you so much for writing in, Jacob. On with the celebration of 2023. Welcome to Bits of Time and welcome to the end of the year. So happy you're spending time with us. It's like we're gathered around a fire. There's a Christmas tree lighting up or something. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to be here. Larry, how are you feeling? <laughs> Uh, I was really, really excited about this episode until you kind of decided to add in all the backlog gaming and buying from the previous year and our predictions. Hey, it, it's a wrap-up of 23, so we got to talk about the it's, entire uh, year. Uh, um, this is shameful for me. <laughs> so how this episode is going to work is obviously you'll hear the shout-outs throughout. We really do appreciate those. And then we're going to go through <laughs> our most anticipated games that we had of last year. And see if we played them or bought them. We're going to go through our predictions that we did in the beginning of the year. So check out that episode. We are going to kind of recap what we thought the open critic was going to be for those big tentpole games. <sighs> and then uh, we are just going to talk about how we did in 23. So mm -hmm. Larry, how did you, how do you feel about 2023? I think it's safe to say 2023 is going to go down as one of the craziest years in video game history. Absolutely. And it's also going to go down as a year that I really just didn't do anything you told me to do. <laughs> yeah. Outside of one. <laughs> but I, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I had, you know, and again, we have to always step lightly on this because it's like, you know, I'm going to talk about a lot of the big games, obviously, that came out. Again, we haven't done our game of the year episode quite yet up to this point. Uh, so I'm not going to dive too far into my biggest loves. But yeah, so many games came out. I actually need a 2023 part two just to catch up on everything. Same here. There's some big name games I didn't even touch whatsoever. Same. Oh, and, 100%. And the reason we do our game of the year in January is because we like to give ourselves December a little time off, you know, cozy snow hopefully up here in the Midwest. Now that we're going to get some of this here, it's kind of depressing. But we give ourselves the rest of December and then we do our game of the year in January because you know, that's when the new year actually starts. Mm -hmm. Not in this December thing. Uh, it's totally fine if you do your games a year in December. I like to hear them. Gives me motivation. I, dis I disagree with them. <laughs> <laughs> I just so think right. you should wait till January. <laughs> yeah, no. January's for new stuff. But, Larry, how did you do on that backlog? All right, so I'm just going to go through it. Do you want to do this one at a time? Kind of go back and forth? Yeah, sure. Uh, so my very first on the list 
completely forgot about it and it was i feel bad because it was something me and my daughter were interested in that was park beyond which was like a theme park builder just completely forgot about it <laughs> didn't even look into it and uh moving on <laughs> what was my first pick your first pick was master detective archives i have not bought this and i have not played it Obviously, because well. I haven't bought it. <laughs> I, I feel like you should have reversed. Yeah, the exactly. Order, I should have, but you know, so that's how my brain works sometimes. I am very interested in this game still. Okay. Uh, my number two, or well, number nine, I guess, if we're going reverse order, was Monster Hunter Rise, and so I played this one with our little brother Kevin for a minute. Uh, we played for. I mean, I I'd have to look. I can't actually remember how many hours I sunk into this, but it was enough that. I think I at least played probably about 10 to 15 hours of it. That's good. Definitely not anywhere near what World was for me. But uh, yeah, it, it was a good game. Uh, didn't love it. Hmm. Yours next one was Starfield. I did play Starfield this year. And yeah, so I'm, I'm, I, I got the <laughs> I mean, you, more of that. You, you can say you beat it, right? Yeah, I, I did. <laughs> I finished the main campaign in a Bethesda game. Look at me. Okay. Uh my next one was Lone Rune. Completely freaking forgot about this game. <laughs> like, I, I have it on Steam. Uh, have not touched it. Doesn't look like the reviews were that great. Uh, this was a typical me title where I was trying to get crafty, and I just completely forgot yeah, about it. Yeah, in that roguelike mode of yours. Mm -hmm, exactly. So you were next. your next one was Anonymous Code, which hasn't even come out yet, right? No, that came out. Yep, see, I know. It Crap. came out in September. I bought it. I have not played it. Yeah, we're off to a hot start. <laughs> I at least played. Uh, my next one was Cocoon. I played about an hour of this. Visually gorgeous. Lost me almost immediately. Have no interest in it. And Which is crazy because so many people talk so highly about yeah, this game. Yeah, I think it's like an 88, 89. Uh, just, like yeah. The the repetitiveness. It's just, it's very clever. Just not for me. Didn't do anything for me. Uh, your next one was Plucky Squire. So, <laughs> Well, that didn't come out this year. <laughs> moving well, on. And, well, sticking with that theme, Stalker 2. That didn't come out this year, so moving on. <laughs> Uh, which, I, if I'm remembering correctly, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't come out this year. It's coming out in January, so there you go. Uh, my next one was Redfall. We'll just move on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have, uh, I think it's East X? East 10. East 10. Nordics. That released in Japan, but it did not come out here. Maybe it comes out here this year. Man, we're just... Yeah. This upcoming year. We're killing it. Uh, my next on the list was Advanced Wars Reboot. Uh, I didn't buy it, never... Yeah. <laughs> Did you even think about that one this nope. year or the year? <laughs> nope, not at all. <laughs> uh, man, we're... So, you're, so when you're listening to the most anticipated episodes, realize <laughs> that we're probably not going to get the most... Man, we're just flying through this. Uh, your next one was Diablo 4. I did play... I sunk a good amount of time in Diablo 4. That was season... Four's first game, so please go listen to that. Appreciate you. All right, uh, my next up, finally got some uh, winners here. Hogwarts Legacy, uh, played it, beat it. Uh, that was like me and my daughter's like jam. She absolutely loved it. I even, I believe, at some point during the year, I sent you a video of her beating the final boss. Yeah, and how she, happy was, she was. <laughs> she was mad, and then she was very happy. <laughs> but yeah, no. So, yep, got one. <laughs> uh, final Fantasy 16. I did beat or did buy and beat. Final Fantasy 16. Okay, good. Uh, my next one was Starfield, which I did finally beat. And, yep, that was good. Uh, you did Sea of Stars. I purchased Sea of Stars, and I beat it. 
Okay, so the, the b bottom half of our list, we're doing better here. So then my final one was Diablo 4, which I did play, and I literally have over 200 hours in it. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, it starts with my last one. No, so, no, no. Sorry. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Was oh, last one. I bought Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, and I did beat it. All right. We finished strong. So we finished strong. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, that, was, that was rough. <laughs> so for all those anticipated games, you know, <laughs> we got a few. We got a few. So uh, that's good. So our most anticipated, we definitely started going strong. Before we get into our backlog, backlog, backlog resolutions, uh, why don't you uh, say a couple more here? All right, sounds good. And when I say add a few more, I mean a couple more of the submissions. I see. I realized that was a little vague. <laughs> uh, gotcha. I was like, well, I'll, I'll do what you tell me. I'll do what you tell me. Josh from the Still Loading podcast said, "Hi, Josh." <laughs> they said, uh, "Game I love that I played this year, Riven." That. You're, you're staring off like you don't understand. Do you know what Riven is? I feel like I should know. Yeah. Okay. So Riven is the sequel to Mist, that old computer oh. game. So I have been meaning to play through Mist and its sequel, Riven, for a long time, and I finally decided to buckle down and play it this year. While some of the puzzles were a little unfair, the game's story, presentation, more than made up for a few bad puzzles. I really enjoyed the time I spent with the game, and I'm hoping to make some time in the future to play more games in the series. Fun fact, I read the Mist book. There's there, there's a book. There's a whole series on them, I think. I think there's a, like one or two books. I read the book. That was interesting. But Did you like it? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it fun was, fact, I have no interest in that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Surprise. Uh, uh, they say, a person they'd like to shout out. This is a cheesy answer, but my wife. I like cheesy. Aww. It's okay. It's been a roller coaster of a year for us, and these last few months have been beyond stressful and even despite all that stress she still supports me a ton with all of my podcast stuff despite the fact that we have more serious stuff to take care of i really couldn't do my show without her support and i don't think i could shout out anyone else but her right now Love that's it. a very lovey dovey one and i hope 2024 goes much better for you guys yeah whatever the stress is yeah 2024 send in the good vibes your way thank you so much josh from the still loading podcast all right, let's get into these backlog resolutions. So the way that we did it last year was we each came with 10. However, the one, the other brother suggested five of the 10. Yeah. Uh, How'd this go? Uh, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> let's just start with mine. Well, let's start with the brother suggestions. Okay. You suggested suggested that I play Metroid Prime. Which, hey, that rematch which came is, out. Yeah, so I need to jump on that, but as you can hear in my tone there, that's future tense. I have not done that yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Anyways, uh, I suggested you play Hades, which, again, stupid that we did this. This is illegal. I think if we ever do this again... Uh, we oh, yeah, we, <laughs> that was a game. That was on, uh, on the podcast. Yeah, so I did play Hades, mm -hmm. and we don't know if we're going to do this backlog portion of suggestion games because it's kind of like what we do for the season anyway. So mm -hmm. whatever. I still take it as a win. Do we have to keep going through this? I, I just, I'm not. Yeah. This is, okay. You, you suggested I play Axiom Verge, which I actually very much am interested in, but yeah, I didn't play. Uh, Norco. I played and finished Norco. Yeah. So again, if you're keeping track, uh, Mike actually pays attention to what I tell him to do and I completely ignore it because he's 2-0 so far. You suggested System Shock 2. Another one. Yeah, I'm very curious about this game. Same, uh, actually. Hmm? Yeah. Same, actually. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't. Uh, I suggested Nier Automata to you. I bought the Switch version of that game this year, but I've not played it. Oh, 
you can't play that on the Switch. Well, it's, apparently, it's a really good port. Okay. Uh, you suggested Hellblade to me. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, I suggested Red Dead Redemption 2 to you, which is, albeit a meaty suggestion. <laughs> yeah, that it was. I did not buy or play, sorry. Uh, and then you suggested Transistor, which I actually do have this one, so that's the closest I got. <laughs> and then uh, I suggested Hitman 3 to you. And I did not play that game. So You just wanted me to do the extra mode, and I yep. still didn't get to that. So what we're learning is... I was 0 for 5, and you were 2 for 5. You we, at least almost Yeah, I would point. say, to be honest, though, I would not have played Hades, I don't think. Okay. I mean, maybe I would have. I bought it, so before we even did the backlog. So, I don't know. Maybe I would have. I'm really curious to we, we suck at suggesting Norco. games for each other. So uh, I think we completely talked over each other right there. I was going to say that I, I'm excited to hear your thoughts on Norco maybe off podcast sometime. Yeah. Yeah, I did talk over you. So, yeah, we suck at... Uh... <laughs> We're not going to pick for each other anymore. But, okay, so let's see if we rebounded by... Here's what we suggested individually that we should play. Yeah. What games did we want to beat in 2023 that were not coming out? In 2023. So I'll go opposite this time. Mike, you the first one you gave yourself was Botan Kaidos. I did not. <laughs> you were sad about that one. I went literally at the final, <laughs> final dungeon. And I, I remember it up. I remember being, which actually, you know what? I'm happy that that happened because I remember being upset. Like, yeah. you can't do that. That's cheating. But I found now, my save file from my GameCube. It's on the memory card. And I, I still didn't boot it up. Okay. What is wrong with me? And the Bon Kaidos 1 2 came out, remasters came out. I, had, I didn't even buy that. <laughs> Man. Well, I did Last of Us Part 2, which didn't even get close to trying. Uh, however, I still feel that this is going to end up under the same pathway that I did with Last of Us. And I'm sure that's what I said when I said this the first time <laughs> was I was just delayed to getting to Last of Us, but I ended up absolutely freaking loving it. Just haven't started it yet. Uh, your next one was Breath of Fire 4. I beat it this year. All right. Yeah, great. Yeah. I'm happy I got that off the back of it. Really good game. Okay. Uh, I said gorgeous pixel art. I told myself a uh, Firewatch, and yeah, I absolutely beat this game. So I feel, you know, I did something. Good job, player. Uh, Look you're, at you. Look at you. <laughs> I know. Your next one, Legend of Dragoon. I played and finished Legend of Dragoon. Ooh, baby. That one has been on my on the remaster list, on the remake list, on the backlog list, and I finally got to it. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, congrats. Uh, <laughs> my next one was Returnal. Another one. I don't know why I did this to myself with the yeah, PS5. Yeah, you don't even own PS5. <laughs> I don't, it's, just, it's just such an idiot. Uh, yours, StarCraft 2. I did not get to StarCraft 2. I really want to get to StarCraft 2. Okay. Uh, my next one was What Remains of Edith Finch. I actually started this one, but Whoa. did not beat it yet. Very, very strange game. Very strange game. Uh, your final one was Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky. It's <laughs> my final. Oh, just, no, so you're doing a reverse order? Yeah, that was, uh, I did not well, get to Well, that. no, no, no. This was your final one. I'm saying reverse order like I started with you. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. So I did not get to that, and I'm kind of happy I didn't. One, this is like a now on an 11 or 12 game series I don't know what it's at but there is rumor or there's speculation that the people that make these games they say the ideal starting point is these games 1 through 3 mm -hmm. but there's no modern port it's oh. only on Steam there's no it's not on the Switch or anything and so they like on the Nintendo Switch you can only play Cold Steel 3 and 4 you can't do 1 and 2 
and everything is kind of disjointed like that. So the Switch has like the two in-between prequel. I don't know what they are actually. I don't know, prequels, extra stories, whatever it is. But one in one through three have not been re-released. Mm-hmm. I own them on Steam, but I'm just like, are the remaster waiting. coming? <laughs> so I'm gonna push this down. Line. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm not gonna put this on my backlog because then I'll probably get to it. It's very weird. Yeah, uh, it's gonna get announced then, uh-huh. and I'm gonna be like, all right, cool. I'll start this. And then, and then, you'll, then you'll throw it on the backlog, <laughs> which is super funny because I have bought every single entry in this game. I have yet to play a single one except for. Trails of Cold Steel 1 on the Vita. This will be an interesting thing when you finally start like knocking all these down if this ends up becoming a series that you really, really love. I hope so. Yeah. Um, It'd be really disappointing. Especially so with the amount of money that you've spent yeah. on it. <laughs> I have collector's editions. <laughs> yeah. My, my last one, your, your judgment eyes, but I also threw Stein's Gate on there. Never got to that yet. Ah. But I do have... It's on Steam. It's there. <laughs> but yeah. Someday. So I did one of five that I suggested myself... So I went one for nine total. Wow. Uh, hey, you played Edith Finch. I'll give you two. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Mike, I think you played three of the five that you suggested yourself? Yeah. And no, then wait, wait. Botan- Breath of Fire 4. And Legend Botan- of Kaidos. And I didn't play Botan- Kaidos. Oh, Legend of Dragoon. Okay, so you did two of five. And then you also did Hades and Orko. So you did four out of ten. But both of us failed. Yeah. I mean, we didn't even get half. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Now, I'm not going to listen back, but I'm wondering, I can't remember what our predictions were. I'm probably sure I said something like three or four out of ten. Uh, I think East. You probably five said five. Six, yeah. yeah. So, we, yeah, we failed. Yeah, we did. And that's okay, because we still had a great year. And you know, somebody I hope had an amazing year as well is Dave from Tales of the Backlog. Thanks for writing in. They would like to shout out Chained Echoes which came out at the end of 2022, so it missed last year's award season. It's a retro throwback JRPG that harkens back to Final Fantasy VI, Chrono Trigger, Suikoden, and games like that. Made by one guy with an incredibly entertaining and satisfying story, inventive combat, and a great combat system. It avoids a lot of common JRPG pitfalls and is worthy to stand side by side the greats that inspired it. Now that's some high praise right there, sir. Yeah, if I remember, that was a game. I, I remember seeing it get lots of praise, and I thought that was one you'd maybe eventually try and tackle. Yeah, so I pre-ordered the physical edition because it's only digital, and there has been not a single blip of when that <laughs> game is coming out to me. So I might bite the bullet and just buy it digitally. Mm. So... I don't know, because... I, I believe it might still be on Game Pass, by I the way. I thought it's leaving Or did Game they Pass. finally... I can't remember. And I think when I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, it's leaving. I don't want to rush to play it. So maybe gotcha. I'll buy it on my Switch or PlayStation. Okay. I think I pre-ordered it for the Switch, but I, I'm going to give it a shot, Dave. Don't worry. Dave would like to shout out all the people who have guessed on Tales of the Backlog over the years, including you. That's me. Yeah, I did. And Mike, by the way, here, I'm going to go over the list of all the people that have guessed it on his show. No, no, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. There, he does a unique thing where he has rotating guests. I think that's super cool. I was on the Parasite Eve episode. But back to his shout-out. I'm just going to start over because it's really weird to read that in between. I'd like to shout-out all the people who have guessed on Tales from the Backlog over the years who have challenged me to be at my best and made the show what it is. Thank you so much, Dave, for writing in. And transitioning right into our predictions of 2023, which is going to make me look terrible. We had a segment where we decided to guess what we thought the open critic score would be for a whole bunch of popular games that came out last year. Yeah. Uh, 
We well, did technically this year. <laughs> yeah, technically, yeah, it was this year. This is the year wrap-up, so yes, this year. I believe the only game on that list that did not come out was Hollow Knight Silk Song, so we're going to skip that one. Okay, so we are going to start off right at the top. Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, ended up with an open critic score of 96. I predicted it would be a 91. Michael, 95. I was one point off. Can you believe that? <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh, and now I have not even played this one yet. So I, you know, what were you, you played it. What were your opinions? Do you think it deserves that 96? Yes. Great game. Okay, uh, moving on. <laughs> To another massive title that we remember all the hype for it, Starfield, ended up with an open critic of 85. Mike, you predicted an 88, I predicted an 89, so technically you beat me again. Very close this time, though. Woo, that's right. Now, this isn't a prediction of a game, this is a write-in, so here we go. Aaron from Fake Gamer Girls Podcast wanted to shout out Chicory, A Colorful Tale. It's a game about art, and I'm not an artist at all. But through the incredible storytelling, fun minigames, and gorgeous videos, this game had me feeling like an artist by the end and questioning what actually makes art good or valuable in the first place. I've heard of this game. Uh, maybe it's going on the backlog. I don't know. That's an interesting <laughs> take. <laughs> For somebody that likes art, why not? They want to shout out my sisters and co-hosts, Sam and Josie. We make our show together, and while making anything with your siblings can sometimes lead to stupid sibling bickering, I wouldn't have it any other way because they are my best friends, and I love to share video games and podcasting with them. Aww. Another sibling. Yeah. Crew. We, we understand how that goes. We, yeah. There is oh, gosh, plenty he, of bickering. <laughs> he, he drives me nuts most of the time. Thank you so much, Aaron, for shouting them out and for the maybe a new game suggestion. That was a very lovely message to a sibling. I wish Larry would do something like that for me. I'm just going to quietly stare at you. <laughs> uh, moving on to the biggest release of 2023, Redfall. <laughs> so we had this. Everyone was, uh, we were apparently hyped about it. Uh, open critic score ended up at a 57. And uh, I predicted it, it would get an 84. And Michael predicted it to be an 81. So this game surprised everybody. <laughs> yeah. We are not thinking right on that one. That's for sure. Yeah, that and that's another example of a game where it's just I don't know what they were thinking. It's, yeah, because it's a bummer. You, it was kind of exciting. Yeah. Oh well, whatever. Uh, Fire Emblem Engage, a game that apparently I was we were both higher on it. Again, I was higher than you. It ended up with an 81 open critic, so a little bit lower than we were thinking. You went with an 87. I went with a 90. That <laughs> was one of those surprises where I was like, oh. This is not the follow-up to Three Houses like I thought it would be. I'm, def okay. I'm definitely learning i got to be less optimistic going forward, which is usually where I was at, so I don't know what I was so high on for some of these games. Yeah, it happens to the best of us. It's my influence, probably. Now over on the shout-out section, we got Bill from the Gaming and Collecting Podcast. Out of all the games I played this year, the one that really stood out to me was the recent Super Mario RPG remake. That was a game I used to feel was somewhat overrated, back with its original release, but completely found a new love for the game with its remake. From its gameplay to its graphics and storytelling, everything about that game was an absolute joy to play through this time around. Now that is an interesting switcheroo for you, Bill. You know, I'm really just hoping one of these shoutouts has a game that I've played. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more exciting I mean, when you I, haven't played. I have played. I mean, okay, I have played it, technically. I got to the Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad you're opinion on Super Mario RPG Remake, Super Mario RPG as a whole, has changed, Bill. That's exciting. 
For the shout outs, I'd like to shout out my co-hosts over at GNC Podcast Network, Alex, Thrack, and Matt. I really appreciate all the work they did this year keeping up with our shows and making podcasting a joy this year. Another person with multiple shout outs. Mm-hmm. I didn't specify, so I like it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I kind of thought maybe we were going to hear some of that. I really think they should look at opening up like a protein shake store or something like that. <laughs> Why, Alex, Drack, and Matt? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, GNC. Uh, <laughs> oh, gotcha. <sighs> it doesn't uh, work when I have to explain uh, it, brother. <laughs> over my head. Well, because of that, I'm going to do a shout out. Uh, so I have lovely Chris. Oh, you're doing a shout out. Or, well, no, I'm not doing it. Oh, yeah. What? You gonna shout out a game, Larry? <laughs> I'm gonna shout out a game. No, uh, Mr. Chris from One Hour One Decision get, wrote in and said he's gonna talk about Venba, which I looked it up. This is like a cooking game. It was a game that I had my eyes on for a bit. Super short, but man, did it have an impact on me. It took me back to my childhood and really made me appreciate the struggle my parents went through to raise me. I know I am still an asshole kid to them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then he shouts out, as always, Tom, co-host, for sticking with me for three years, but also literally everyone that I've grown close to in the podcast and gaming community. You all push me to keep getting better at this. Oh, that's beautiful right there. Yes. Three years. Well done. Yes, very much so. And again, they're, they're a podcast I've always very much enjoyed because they kind of fit in with where my gaming habits tend to be on the Game Pass side of things. So it's like me and Chris have kind of formed a little bit of a bond, which I very much appreciate. So yeah, thank you so much for reaching out to us moving on resident evil 4 open critic of 92 mm, a game i didn't get to <laughs> you didn't get to it but damn did you understand it because you predicted a 92 <laughs> yes i did an 86 so if you're keeping track you've beat me on every single wow. one so far <laughs> i can't believe actually yeah because the original i think got like a 96 nice somewhere around there mm. predicted spot on look at me and I remember uh, I had this in our Fantasy Critic League. This is back when I was optimistic about winning that league. Because <laughs> this was a good one for me. You drafted very, an 86 good. and got a 92. That seems pretty mm, cool. Yeah. In your head, you thought it was an 86. Yes, exactly. Uh, moving on, we also then did Star Wars Jedi Survivor Predictions, which this was a fascinating one because I know this launch, and you actually predicted it in the episode, it was going to launch a little rocky. Uh, it ended up with an 84. I was non-committal with this one i alternated between 86 and 87 and you predicted 82 so technically i'm gonna say this is a loss because i would not commit to one. Oh, okay you're, so you're saying an i'm gonna say 86 and a half so <laughs> you were two points away i was two and a half points away so i will forever regret the fact that i can't commit <laughs> <laughs> all right jared from over at the play along podcast says my most surprising game i played this year was blue fire i have never even heard of that it, a fun little 3D action platformer that aesthetically brought me back to the Wind Waker days with similar dungeon layouts and power-ups that help with traversal more than anything. I really got lost in exploring this world. That sounds very, very intriguing. That's probably going on in the backlog. What What am I thinking? When I hear Blue Fire, I'm thinking of like a dragon. Is there yeah, like a blue old... dragon you think of in the Xbox 360 era, <laughs> sir? That's a JRPG. <laughs> I'm surprised you know that. <laughs> uh, they wanted to shout out Oh, so many people. My amazing wife that puts up with me pouring countless hours into the podcast. Both of my co-hosts that have been so supportive of me working the podcast are my life and prioritizations. Shout out to all the sick people that we've collaborated with this year on podcast-related things. A special shout out to the boys at Friday Night Gamescast 
Nick and Will continue to be an inspiration. They are killing it. Jared, thank you so much for writing in. I really liked your discussion on Danganronpa. That was a fun little revisit. I do feel like next year we should really, really hammer down the just do one because everybody took advantage. There's no, just shouting that, that's everybody. good. I like it. I, you got to keep it free form, you know? <sighs> okay. It's great. Now, speaking of Play Along Pod again, this is Ben, one of their other co-hosts. They say, has to be the pale beyond. What the, I don't know what that game is either. <laughs> you guys are playing some crazy stuff over there, apparently. It's indie. It's a survival resource management with heavy moral decisions and a beautiful art style to boot. Very much under the radar, but if any of those buzzwords caught your attention, please at least watch the trailer. You're finding all the obscure games. I'll probably watch that after this recording. And they say, wow, lots of people. My partner, Ellie, for being understanding of me making content and the time it can consume. It does take a lot of time. Yes. Jared and Kai for letting me be a part of this crazy journey and introducing me to Zelda, Annapurna, and so many other great games. You didn't play Zelda until I... That's, that's wild. I love it. Everyone who listens to the pod in any capacity, anyone who has ever engaged with any of my personal content in any way. Thank you so much, Ben, and thank you so much, Jared, for reaching out. And moving on to the most controversial game of 2023, Hogwarts Legacy. I thought it was Gollum. <laughs> well, no, that was just a terrible game. <laughs> uh, this ended up with an open critic of 84. Both you and I were sl not crazy confident with it. You went with an 80, and I went with a 78. Yeah, so I still won. You still won. Uh, so far, I have not beaten you yet. However, that all changes with Final Fantasy 16. Oh, really? Because it ended up with an open critic of 88, and we tied because we both said 90. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll give it to you there. I'll give it to you there. Uh. Another shout-out is Rick from Pixel Project Radio. They say, shout-out to Tetris Effect Connected. It's a fantastic experience, and I knew immediately when I played it in January that it would be one of my favorites of the year. I, I played Tetris Effect. I, I guess I don't know what the connected part of it is. I think is. that was... I got announced uh, for Xbox, and I think you play with other people. I'm not sure. But oh, it's right. Tetris, and you can't go wrong with Tetris. Yeah, no, it's a, it's just very, like, poof, in your face. <laughs> yeah, my lady loves her some Tetris. She is amazing at that, and I don't know how I've tried beating her. Nope, not happening. <laughs> Rick would like to shout out their former co-host, Ben, who probably won't hear this since he doesn't listen to podcasts, but gets a shout-out all the same. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rick, for shout-out. Uh, I like I'll that one. There. You know, they won't listen, but that's okay. Their, Good vibes. Their Good hard vibes. work is deserved. Or their path hard work. I'm sure I'm sure you're working hard over there, Rick. Keep it up. Keep it up. See if this transition works. Speaking of path hard work, a game that got a remake, Dead Space. Sure. <laughs> Ended up with an 89. Hey, the, Isaac is uh, he's an engineer. He's doing hard work out there. Blue collar. That's very true. Out in space. Mike, you predicted it would be an 84. I said 87. I finally beat you on one. <laughs> So, good job. Feeling good about that. Look at that. Back to back. You got a tie and a beat. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, yes. Okay. That works. Uh, I believe we have two shout outs left, right? Or submissions. We got two games left. That sounds like a perfect segue into list off. And I'm realizing, I don't know if this is Brian or Ryan. Actually, I can infer. This is Ryan from list off podcast. You should check them out. 2023 had plenty of notable releases, and while I loved many of them, Metroid Prime Remastered was the standout for me. The original Metroid Prime was already one of my all-time favorite games, and the fact that it's still incredible 20 years later, with nothing but a graphical update and a slight tweaking of controls speaks volumes. Few games are able to convey the weight of solitude like this game. 
Metroid Prime is truly an awe-inspired experience, even 20 years after release. Ooh. And it was on Larry's to playlist. I gave it to him, but no, he didn't want it. I even bought the remastered, and he still hasn't borrowed it. And this is how I inferred that this is Ryan. I want to give a shout out to my co-host, Brian, for being there every turn over the past three years. I mean, you could be shouting out yourself. That'd be a little strange. Though, right? Got a little Sherlock yeah. Holmes over here. <laughs> uh, when I suggested ending our podcast, he agreed to it. You know, I was suggested bringing the podcast back with a new format. He immediately agreed to that, too. This dude has been the best friend anyone could ask for, and I wanted to let him know that I wouldn't be doing this without him. So thank you, Brian, for being who you are. Hmm. Love that, it. that is wholesome. Making me tear up a little bit. Thank you. I wish I got that from another co-host of mine. Thank you, Ryan, from the List Off Podcast. And moving on to Spider-Man 2. Open critic of 90. Ooh. Uh, I predicted it would be an 84. And then wow, I ha- rough. And I have written down here that Burger predicted it would be 90. I don't know why. <laughs> Instead of writing my... <laughs> Using our last name. You're probably hungry at so the tec- time. So, yeah, well, so technically I should say that I said 90 then too, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah, so you beat me again. You nailed it right on the head. That's the that's second time you've done games? it. Yeah, that's Ooh, pressure's on for next year. Yeah, impressive. And then... The final game, we'll do the final shout-out after this one, was Diablo 4, my most anticipated game of 2023. It ended up with a Metacritic of 88, which I think is deserving. Uh, I said really high praise. I thought it was going to be a 92. You were a little under. You said 85. Uh, and with that, you're still closer. So, oh, that one hurts, Larry. I beat you once, tied once, but you beat me the other seven. So, and you, yeah, you probably could have gotten a tie on the other one with Jedi if we allowed you to be an eighty-six. But mm-hmm. you're the one that said it. I'm not going to take yep. that away from you. Yep. No, uh, man. Just looking at that list, though, and that uh, that doesn't even like Baldur's Gate three is not on there. I mean, there's just unbelievable. There are so many games, so many high-scoring games. Such a crazy year for gaming. And yeah, I played some of my favorites this year. Mm-hmm. It's uh, of all time, probably. I don't even know. It's pretty wild. So I feel pretty good about this year, and I'm excited for this upcoming year. We're going to be doing our most anticipated games, and if there's anything that this shows, maybe we'll be playing <laughs> most of those. But you know, yeah. I'm still excited. I love making lists like this. Uh, that's why I actually enjoyed List Off Podcast. So I'm glad I found them. Did I find them this year? No, that's no, 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 no. Well, you, I still get, you still get a second shout out apparently. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I, I love my list. I hope you enjoy these lists as well. This is just kind of a year celebration. Our plan. Do you have a video game plan for this holiday? Is uh, there something you want to get through? Anything like that? Well, I have a couple that I'm just trying to wrap up right now. So I'm actually just trying to finish up Dredge and Dead Space Remake, uh, which Dead Space isn't. Neither are really holiday games, <laughs> <laughs> but Dredge is much more calming in that sense. Uh, I, I cannot recommend enough. Dredge is an incredible game. Uh, that indie developer, to, at least for me, I mean, who knows? They could have released some gigantic games that I don't realize. They came out of the middle of nowhere for me. They're, I'm excited to see whatever it is they do next. And I know they just recently released DLC for it. So uh, I will when I, once I wrap this up and I kind of finish a couple of my other things, I might end up checking out the DLC because Dredge is 100% become my game that I just I'll throw on at night and just play it for like you know 20, 30 minutes, check another thing off the list of stuff that I want to do, and then move on. Yeah, for me, I'm playing a game for season this current season actually season four. A lot. 
too much. And I am also, while I'm playing that game, we'll explain this maybe down the road. I'm also fiddling with Dragon Quest V for some reason. I don't know, I'm my DS. <laughs> me and RPGs, I, just, I have had a PS1 kick this year though. I love the quirkiness of the PS1 RPGs. There is so many flaws in those games, but man, I am, I've played so many PS1 games this year. And so I think that's gonna continue before the end of the year as well. Okay, all right. And a fitting end to our shout-outs, because this person was shout-out at the very first time. Matt, a.k.a. Stormageddon, they say, Alan Wake 2 is my game of the year and has one of my favorite set pieces in a video game ever. Its presentation and writing are some of the best in the business and only second to Control, my actual favorite game by Remedy. It is brilliant, and I've thought about it daily since beating it last month. Incredible. That's another game. I, that, another amazing game that came out yeah. there, supposedly. I haven't played it. I haven't even played the first one. So yeah, uh, I I was just lukewarm on the first one. So that was just kind of my thoughts on that. But everybody's talking about Alan Wake too. Yeah. Like it's like you know the second coming of Jesus Christ. So, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I need to play this yeah. game. You didn't play Control either, right? No, I never that seems like Control. a U game for some reason. Yeah, so. you've said that before. Yeah, maybe throw it on your backlog for next. You just need to stop recommending me stuff, and I'll play it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Matt, they would like to shout out my co-host Jeff Moonen from Fun and Games, Rachel Schenk, S-C-H-E-N-K from Screen Snark, and and Frankie Brandley Lestrange from Reignite, who without them, none of my shows would be possible. I'm the more vocal promoter of our work, but these shows don't happen without them, and I love them very much. You, like Jacob McCourt, have many podcasts, but that is excellent. I love when you shout out your fellow podcaster. Yeah, no, there, there was a lot of that. Uh, you know, I was kind of thinking about this as you were reading through all these. Uh, do you got a shout out? You know, I was waiting for this, Larry. I was wondering if you're going <laughs> to give me the moment to shout out my own game, my own person. Your own game? Yeah, I mean, we talked about a game that we love. Yeah, we've talked enough about games. I'll shout out a person. No, wait, no, 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 no. I like that idea. Uh, oh, God. For some reason, yeah, shout out a game, brother. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to shout out. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Shredder's Revenge. I played that with a good buddy, Sam. I had a blast. I got into the turtle nostalgia. Really fun game. Excellent music. That's the game I'm going for. Did that come out this year? No. I'm just saying. I played it, I played it this year, so I'm throwing it in the ring. Okay, well. And it's not an RPG. Look well, at that. To jump before you shout out somebody, uh, I am just going to, I'll just stick with the dredge. Pick. Again, I, I can't recommend that game enough. I think that Even was... Even without beating it. Yep. It will get close. Getting close. That's it. That's your plan. Mm-hmm. That's your holiday My plan. Holiday plan. Yes. Okay, shout somebody out. I'm going to shout out two people. One, I'm going to begrudgingly shout out you because <laughs> you're sticking with my antics. We're getting close to our two years of this, and we have done other projects in the past, but I'm really happy with where we're headed in bits of time. This, the YouTube, it's... uh. The amount of phone calls we've had and hour-long talks, but it's fun being in hobby and business with you. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. thank you. And I got to shout out my wife, Marissa, excellent travel partner, excellent gaming partner. She has been a huge supporter of this podcast, and I couldn't have done it without her. I'd be very stressed, <laughs> <laughs> let me say the least. Which means I would be very stressed. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, well, before, yeah, I, I will, obviously I'll shout out you. Uh, I wouldn't be doing this podcast if it wasn't for you, brother. Uh, I know we, we got him there. I know. I know I frustrate you a lot, uh, but I think that's what makes this as fun as it is because we have completely different ways of playing games and it's fun to kind of see us come together and just the way the opinions, decisions that are made, it's all been a blast. Uh, I suppose I could also just based off how everyone else did. I have about 700 million other people I would like to uh, shout out, but I won't say that here. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. What a wonderful time. Thank you for taking the time to celebrate with us. And before you go, we got to look at our just our Spotify wrap up. And it is so exciting that 42 people, we are the number one podcast. That means so much for you. But I got to say, there's only 23 ratings. So those other people, <laughs> you got to get some work to do. If we're your number one podcast, give us a rating quick. That'd be awesome. Throw us a bone. And until then, we'll see you next time.